Hi, I'm Micah Woods, Chief Scientist at the Asian Turfgrass Center. This is the ATC Double Cut, where I talk about the things that I've written about on the ATC blog and give some of that content a double cut treatment by talking about something that I've already written. I'm pleased to announce that today I have a special guest. Welcome to the show, Joe Galati. Micah, how are you? Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. I I'm doing well, and I'm glad to have you here. You are the host. For anybody who doesn't know, you're the host of the Talking Greenkeeper podcast, which a lot of people say is their favorite podcast in the greenkeeping, turfgrass management, golf course maintenance industry. So congratulations on getting that type of acclaim. Well, thanks, Mike. You know what I attribute it to? Um your your skill and hard work that's my guess just consistency just putting it out there every week consistency making it so right now i'm recording on thursdays i record on thursdays and they come out thursday evenings and it's mostly there for most superintendents greenkeepers golfers who listen on friday morning when they wake up it's there it's been there every friday morning probably dude i've done close to 42 episodes since last september and i just made a commitment to being consistent and i think being consistent doing the reps and just getting better at it i think that you know micah the more you practice at something the better you get yeah if you're practicing properly true true but yeah i i listen to i would say 90 percent of the episodes um that i'll admit there's there's a couple of them where i just uh i can't find the guest uh, I just find the topic is not uh, how how should I say it? The topic is not enough. yeah uh, yeah. It, this doesn't pique your interest. It's cool. Yeah, yeah something absolutely. like that. So yeah, and and it's perfect. It's perfect to have you on the show. You this is your second time that yeah. you've been on the double cut, and I thought it's perfect to have you on this show because when we talked last time, we talked about one of the blog posts that nobody read. The, the duds, right. the the stuff that I write on my blog that nobody cares about. And I thought, uh-huh. y- you're an interesting guy. And it's interesting to talk with you. So I thought, let's talk about the, the stuff that I've written that bombed. And so I'm going to, let's do that again today, shall we? I would love to, Mike. I would love to. <laughs> so what do you have in mind? What do you, well, what, what do you have in mind? What I have in mind, I'm just going to... Uh, put up real quick before okay. I share what's on what's on my mind to talk about um, follow Joe on Twitter at hard G 43s did I get the right account absolutely yeah totally hard G 43 okay. that's perfect I see it right there on the left bottom corner it's on my left bottom corner yep. so yeah and, perfect. and I'll put a link to this because this is I'll put a link to your podcast in the description and awesome and I'll put a link uh, here on Twitter. I know you generally announce your new episodes on Twitter. So I know a lot of people that are listening to this probably already listened to your show, but yeah. check it out. Oh, you uh, never know. You always can get 
hey, this is awesome. Anybody could find out. I love it. I've got a I've got a question too. Uh, yeah. Before before we talk about my my posts that nobody cares about, um, and uh-huh. and I keep writing them, but uh, <laughs> I I have a question. I listened yeah. to a show, uh, and you talked to a gentleman from the UK. I think he's Scottish, working in England by the name of James Bledge, and he's yes. he's going to be the head greenkeeper, the course manager at uh, the Open Championship next year, which is at Hoylake, Royal Liverpool. And you guys were talking like you're going to be podcasting from the maintenance facility there during the Open. Is it, Are you guys just joking or is that really No, happening? I mean, it's, <laughs> listen, it's, it's, there's a lot of moving parts, right? Let, let me go, Frank, let me unpack this, Micah. Uh, <laughs> Good one. <laughs> so, yeah, let me unpack this for you. Um, so anyway, yes, that is the plan. That is the tentative plan. All I really need to do is get there. But okay, so I need to write. I need a computer. I need microphones. I need headphones. So am I going to pack up all my gear and interface? I need everything that I need to record with, right? I've got a I've I mean, got a rec I've got a recommendation for you. Okay, awesome. Let me hear it. There's a gentleman who's been a guest on your show by the name of Bjarni Hannison yes. in Iceland. And I've uh I've got some travel coming up and I didn't want I've got this big uh microphone on a boom and I've also got a interface and various audio recording stuff set up yeah and it's a bit of a hassle to travel with this um and i'm afraid of it getting about the yeah i mean you've heard about the travel nightmares lately how tough it is to travel i can't imagine if i had to pack my you know my imac and my interface and every yeah i couldn't imagine but go ahead i'm sorry micah so so my recommendation is Contact Bjarni, tell him what you want to accomplish, and he will recommend the gear and the uh, the type of, of things that you should consider for making that successful and getting good audio. So I've just, I just bought a new microphone for a reasonable uh-huh. price. I bought a new type of uh, way to connect that microphone to my, um, to, to how I'm going to record it to my computer. Um, and yeah it, it's good so bjarni has given me a lot of great advice and it's worked good for me and he's uh, very generous with uh sharing his extensive knowledge about audio and recording yeah bjarni's great i i know he is i know that he's helped out i know that he's put tweets out asking if any superintendents that are doing any multimedia sort of presentations that he's willing to help with with sound and audio and those things fortunately i just know a, a, a couple people in this area that have recording studios uh my best friend nick rotundo rest in peace uh, i lived with him in the late 90s in an apartment in newark delaware and he had a recording studio underneath our apartment in the garage of the apartment 
And that's what Nick did for a living. He was in a recording engineer. So I believe this mic that I'm using right now was from Nick's studio back in the late 90s. It's a Shure mic. Uh, I don't have, which was kicked down to me by my boy Chuck Wallace, this kid that I grew up with, that I've known since, gosh, since I can remember, Michael. We used to BMX bike around our neighborhood together. He has a recording studio in his house. He's a musician. He has people over. They record. So Chucky was the one who set me up with all of my equipment and sort of helped me up with the garage band and got me set up. But that's what I need to do. That's what I need Chucky to come with me to Great Britain, to the UK, to help me set this up. But yeah, that's, dude, that, that's yeah, the, you, that's the you deal. need to travel. You need to travel with the entourage, right? Your team, right? You. Oh, you should because you talk about like the talking greenkeeper. It's like your show, but you should start talking about it. It's like you're just one piece of the big team that makes it so successful. Right. That would be incredible. There are some people that help me contribute. You're one of them, Mike. I talk to you quite often. And uh, I know that you give me, you give me a lot of great positive feedback. Michael Stackowitz is another one. James Huntoon, those guys are constantly hitting me up and just letting me know that I'm doing doing well. You too. And uh, it's nice to have that positive reinforcement because I don't know how you feel, Micah, after you do an episode, but I know that sometimes when I'm done an episode that I feel most of the time, most of the time I feel like they didn't do well. Whenever I finish recording, I think to myself, I don't know if this is a good episode. I don't feel good about this one. And then uh, the next day comes and you'll throw me a text and you'll be like, oh, I really like that latest episode. Or Huntoon will, will hit me up. Or Michael Stackowitz will hook me up. Michael Stackowitz is sending eight people that he works for to Greenkeeper University because of the... And that's the beauty of it, right? Like, that's what's so cool. So, yeah, I have all these people that, that you know, and, and I get emails and, and positive reinf- – it's just pretty awesome. So, yeah, I have a little entourage, but it's mostly, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a one-man one show for the most part. Well, good. Well, I hope that you take your one-man show to Hoylake in July 2023 and you sort out that – recording uh hardware uh, i mean as, as long as we can figure that out that's fine i know man that i would say that's be... the least i would say getting time off work mid-summer um you know just arranging that arranging for for a mid-summer holiday and getting uh getting a place to stay and well yeah yeah, yeah uh, and just being able to afford the trip all. Yeah, there's some logistics involved, for sure. And and listen, I I spoke on the podcast a couple of weeks about a weeks ago about our family going to Lake Placid, New York, and that's something that I probably would have to sacrifice a, a vacation with my family in the midsummer. Which that's number one to me, Micah. That my family is the dearest to me, and I just have to sacrifice that, but. I'm willing to, if we can make this work out. It, I think it's going to. I would give it an 
90% chance right now that well, it's that, going to happen. Well, that's uh, that's exciting. That's, yeah. That's that's can you cool, imagine? Like, can you imagine daily shows uh, during the open and how interested people would be? Uh, just to hear about how they're fixing divots. What what are they putting in the divot mix? Because that's a big thing. It's, as I, I mentioned before, in the UK, you know, you got to fix the divots. Absolutely, yeah. And just what the weather is going to be like. I, I, could they be suffering through another crazy heat wave where it's in the low 30s? Ah, uh, yeah, I... I don't know. It's uh, it's extreme weather there. Uh, yeah. Recently, I mean, so. Tiger Woods coming back. Yeah. Rory, who will be the young gun that wins it? Because think about well, Tiger wasn't really a young gun when he won it in six. He was pretty well established, and Rory's young. So, who is it going to be next year? Who is going to come out of? Who's going to be the good golfer? I don't know. It's just uh. It'd be great. It'd be great. It'd be great if I could get someone like that to get down to the maintenance shed, right? That's sort of the dream, right? Yeah. That. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, If you talk to golfers, I would like to have them talk about playing conditions, right? I, uh, like, yeah. I would want to know if, if they care about putting on greens that are recently sand top rest or if they'd rather not you know that's that's all i really care about uh is is the turf grass related issues so i would like to uh hear you talk with people from bigga talk with people from the uh green keeping support team that are there helping to rake bunkers talking to the regular maintenance staff about uh you know how they've prepared the course and um, those sorts of things. So, yeah. yeah, I just, but yeah, if, if you get, uh, Rory McElroy to come down to the maintenance shop to talk about, to talk with you on the talking greenkeeper, I would love to hear about how he, you know, does he care if somebody's mowing the rough while he's hitting a shot, you know, yeah, like I know those kind of things. I, right? I want it to be about maintenance. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, those are the kind of things that I would ask him about. Yeah, of course. Awesome. I'd be prepared. Yeah. Oh, all right. Are you ready? Let's jump into this post, which uh, last time you were on the show, we did 2018, The one of the posts that was read the, the least. And it caused a little ruckus on it. It caused a little ruckus on social media. <laughs> that was That was good, yeah. Don't uh, don't overdo the carbon because what microbes are lacking is nitrogen. So if you want to simulate microbes, maybe just toss it a little nitrogen. Boom. There you it, go. So we're going to jump ahead to 2019. One of the posts that got the fewest views was grass on the Kumamoto City tram lines. And this is the kind of thing that absolutely fascinates me. And nobody else cares about. And I, dude, I, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It, so I'm in Kumamoto on the island of Kyushu, and I'm there's trams all over the city, and and there's grass on the train lines. It's the most amazing thing because I I care about grass. I think most of my readers care about grass, 
and I care about grass all around the world, I don't understand why everybody doesn't think this is one of the most interesting things as a break from uh, nitrogen and carbon and irrigation and stuff like that. But I know from long experience that if we count the number of views and count the things that people are actually clicking through to look at and read on the website, this is the type of post that tends to just bomb. But when I write it and when I, I choose which pictures to show and I craft the words that I'm using to explain what was going on, I, I have some optimism, um, some uh, misplaced optimism, obviously, that people will read it. But then out of, I don't know, probably 90 posts or something in 2019, this one was number two in terms of fewest views. So I give it another chance on the double cut. I don't know. What do you think, Joe? Did you remember this one when it came out? Absolutely. And I loved it because it, it's it's like the sixth hole at Innescrone, which is a 90-yard par three downhill, quirky as hell. And that's what I love. I love quirkiness. I love weirdness. I love interesting things. And when I saw this, I'm thinking, why would a city put grass on a train line, a tram line? And why would they put grass? So, Micah, one of my favorite things to do when we're driving to the beach or we're driving, we went to, we drove to Lake Placid, going up 87 North, hitting the Adirondacks, right? You look at the side of the road, you look at the grasses and you look at the flowers and how it's maintained. And that's what I'm checking out to sort of occupy my time. And I'm this post that you had, it's, I really liked it. I thought it was so interesting. And look at that turf. And, and for those listening on the podcast, you're not going to be able to tell, but the turf looks like a Titleist Pro V1 would sit up so wonderfully on it and you could hit a lob wedge a lob shot over the tram as it was coming at you and become this trick shot artist that maybe gets popular on instagram right it's just i don't know there's so many possibilities with this i i loved it i thought it was just so wonderful so many yeah. so, so many questions it opens in my mind about okay so who was the city planner that decided let's put some grass on the middle of the train right like do you know i don't know but i know uh in in kyushu there's a number of major cities like fukuoka kumamoto this is about kumamoto and there's also kagoshima and there's also miyazaki and i know in kagoshima they also have uh grass on the tram lines um which i've seen on youtube because it turns out that they have this ridiculous mowing system. And, yes. and this kind of thing, like, it's just amazing. I'll, I'll play a video and let me see if this plays. This is like, yeah, you see it's like a vacuum system. Yeah. And it's, it's a real mower, I think. I think it's a real mower. And 
I think this cost like two hundred thousand dollars, something like I think, that. Yeah, I remember it was it, it was something outrageous yen, and I think I think it actually translated. To, I want to say, if I remember correctly, Mike, it's three hundred forty thousand American, three hundred forty-five thousand American dollars. It's, yeah, it's something expensive, and it's so it's got a it's got a vacuum system to pick up the clippings and they just drive this train it's a train that's a real mower it's showing the reels right now yeah yeah there it is and it's right got there. a it's got a bed knife and it's just a uh it's obviously a custom <laughs> machine but it's i i just think of, of all the types of turf in the world this is it's just an amazing thing this one i think is not this one isn't showing it actually cutting. There's another video that I think... Oh, they're doing it at night, right? That would make sense. Yeah, they're... yeah. So this other video, it shows this thing actually cutting the grass at night. Uh. <laughs> right, so it's just driving very slowly and and just cutting the grass. Yeah, I mean, please Let's give see, me that job when I retire. I would love to just drive a tram in a Japanese city at night, cutting the grass on the tram. I, right. What did he so, say there? Could you translate what he said there, Micah? I did not. I did not hear what he said. I, I got gotcha. I, I did not catch that. So, um, that's. That is the kind of thing, the, these grasses on the tram lines that, uh, I don't know, why, why do you think it is that these type of posts don't, why are they not the most popular? The, the ones that I give a turf tourism hashtag about turf grass around the world, um, I have some speculation. I, I guess people are just busy doing their jobs and so they can't have the, and, and maybe they have enough, they're interested to get things from me that are actually useful rather than just informative for the most part. And so they, if, if I have a advice about how to use wedding agents effectively or something like that, that would get uh, yeah, double gosh, or triple. Right? That'll get double or triple the number of views that something like this will. Where right. for me, I think it's kind of boring some of that stuff, but I share it because it's useful. But I'm absolutely fascinated about the variety of grasses that are used and the variety of locations in which grasses are found around the world and how they are maintained around the world and what the different challenges are. That for me is. Uh, is it's more interesting and so i when i see stuff like that i give it a uh tour tourism hashtag and when i see yeah. something like this we were rolling into this town i was uh doing some work for a company in japan so we're going around visiting golf courses and we roll into town and uh i saw wow there's grass on the tram line so i pull out the camera roll down the window stick my head and camera out the window start snapping pictures and then i got up uh, early the next morning, went out from the hotel, walked around, took a lot of pictures. And the whole time I'm thinking, oh, I can't wait to write a blog post about this and share stuff. 
And then it's one of the posts that gets that just completely bombs in terms of comparison to all the other posts that I wrote in 2019. I think it's okay. So a few things. Number one, I remember. Calling Can you unpack you, the, unpack this for me? I'll, let me unpack this for you, Micah. <laughs> so. I remember calling you and, and I'm an idea person. I'm constantly coming up with ideas, uh, things that I want to do. And, and one of my ideas was to start sort of a, a website where to make a long story short, creating just a, oh God, I don't want to say this without sounding like a jerk. I don't know how to say this without sounding like, like a jerk. I wanted to create, a more modern turf net, right? That's what I, I call remember. Do you remember that call I made to you last year? I remember. Yeah. So I, I thought that there might be this opportunity to get people that were forward thinkers and interesting thinkers, people like you, Micah, who blog about the grass on the train lines in Japan and the cities in Japan. That's the kind of people that I'm thinking of, right? To be involved with this. And you made a good point. You said people only have so much time and there's so much competition out there for your time. You have, you have, you know, YouTube, Netflix, uh, you have Twitter, you have Instagram, you have TikTok now. And there are so many outlets competing for your time and your eyeballs, right? And your ears. Mm -hmm. And you said, I just don't think that there's enough there for people to want to just come there on the regs. And I think it's similar to this, to this, to this post. It's, I find it super interesting and it's, and it's, and I do the same thing with, with the podcast Let's use Michael Cantor as an example. Michael Cantor, interesting, really cool person. I, I love his story. He's an art teacher. Right in our wheelhouse, right, Micah? I mean, who doesn't love an art teacher? Did you like your art teachers growing up and coming to school? That was a long time ago, and I don't remember, but... but... I will just I mean, say I I don't have uh, I'm I'm neutral on that because I don't recall. But I will say that if I had an art teacher like Michael Cantor, uh, that would have been my favorite class because yeah, he exactly. he is an amazing guy who I've had a chance to meet and spend some time with, and uh, he's the funniest guy. Um, he uh, you know he's bad hockey takes. Um, <laughs> You know, he's yeah. You know, sometimes he does a interesting mustache. Um, he's got a lot of humor. He and, wears uh, bow ties. I mean, he's just a good guy, right? So he's, a, he's for, an accomplished who? roller. He just rolls, and then the next day, you know, just the same thing. Just like you talk about consistency with your show right. and and what makes it successful. And I think um, with greenkeeping, uh, just giving. Michael, the uh, the rolling task every day. He's quite, quite right, good at that. Right. So, well, okay. So, getting back to my point, Michael, I think is a really interesting person that needs to be heard, and he's not necessarily the most popular. 
He's not necessarily, he doesn't have the, the, the 5,000 followers on turf Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. But I like Michael's story. So I want to tell Michael's story, right? It, mm-hmm. it had, people are listening, right? But it's not like a James Bled. And this is no mark against you, Michael, if you're listening. James Bledge, everybody listens. Everybody stops what they're doing and will listen to James Bledge. But if they see Michael Cantor come up, they may go to their Conan O'Brien, their Bill Simmons. They may go to the Frankly Speaking. They may go to something else and come back to Michael Cantor because they don't necessarily know Michael Cantor. But mm-hmm. I find Michael Cantor to be extraordinarily interesting and funny. And when I read his tweets, I die laughing. And I don't care if it gets if one person listens, I'm just going to put Michael Cantor out there because I find it interesting in the same way that you find grass on a tram line interesting that stokes you out so much that you're going to write a blog piece about it. That's a good explanation. Yeah, I think I think my advice to you about starting a, a website that is modern and has a wide range of turf grass content on it, turf and golf and sport related content uh, is just like, man, there's a lot of competition out there and a lot of competition for people's time. And I think that's, yeah, that's good to remind me of that because when I'm walking around cities looking at grass and when I'm, I'm constantly looking at, at grass, like when I was talking with Andrew Thompson, uh, in a recent episode and um, oh, which was so good i mean so good he's awesome he's awesome but that's another one that just gets it just gets average numbers of views where i think okay this is somebody who's been in parliament in australia his father's a five-time open champion he's he's yeah. a great storyteller and i'm like yeah this is one uh, this is the type of episode that probably a lot of people are going to listen to. And it just goes just like all the other ones. Because um, yeah. I think maybe people, because he's not American, maybe people don't know who he is. And they're like, what's the Open Championship? They only know the British Open or something. Maybe they just don't quite know who this guy is. But he's the best storyteller ever. And he's talking yeah. about place, he's talking about places like Royal Melbourne, about Hoy Lake, he's talking about the grass at Hoy Lake, he's talking about Tokyo Golf Club, Hirono, a lot of uh, world top 100 courses, the old course at St. Andrews. You know, here's somebody who's named after St. Andrews. Um, yes, and he tells the story that of that. Story. What a fantastic story that was, right? Yeah. It was and, so good. Yeah, and and I'll put a link to that show uh, in the description also for anybody who hasn't caught it. Andrew Thompson is just a great storyteller and and somehow sometime in that conversation we were also talking about uh me usually just keeping my eyes down even when i'm walking around golf courses just looking at what's underfoot but the stunning golf courses in the goto islands that andrew i'm he he discovered it for me in terms of i i'd been to japan a hundred times and never had heard of those golf courses didn't realize that they were even there and Andrew found those through one of his friends and I had a chance to go visit and play those courses with him. And, uh, 
the scenery is so stunning. It's just those are some of the most beautiful core. I mean, it's the most beautiful land for anything for Wagyu cattle raising or for a um, golf course. It's just stunning right by the ocean on these beautiful islands. I know. And just the story behind them was it was so fantastic. But I know I think it's getting back to the, your blog post. It's just I think that's what we still need to do. And that's what I admire about you, Mike, is that you're not just doing it because you want attention. You're doing it because you're passionate about it and you find things that are interesting and you don't, what you find interesting, you're going to write about and, and be passionate about and write passionately about it. And that's, and I think that's where we're similar, where, if I find a story that I think is good, I'm going to tell it regardless of how many people like it or not, if that makes any sense. Does it? That that totally makes sense. So yeah, I'm, I enjoy this. Uh, I hope that you will uh, be a regular guest on my show to talk about these posts that bomb because I, I have a lot of them. <laughs> And so I think that it could just be a theme of if I'm talking about the, if I'm giving the double cut treatment to something that wasn't any good, uh, I'm, then we know that Joe Galati is going to be here talking with me about it. That's, that's kind yeah. of fun. It gives oh, me an excuse to, uh, to have a conversation with you. I love it. I love it. I, and listen, I've had episodes that bombed. I, I totally know. I mean, I'm not going to call those people out but i there have been episodes where i've just those beginning episodes cringing tough i just but no i know i i i can't wait i would love to be a part of your bomb uh your bomb blog post (laughs) (laughs) all right all right joe well thank you uh yeah well please Please come back. Uh, I will come back anytime. All right. Anytime. Well, I think we gave that uh, post a good double cut treatment. Talked about yeah. a few things about uh, about the blogging game, about the podcasting uh, business, uh, the way that we do it. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. Thank you, Joe. Oh, you're welcome, Mike. And thanks for having me on. It's it's always a pleasure. All right. Well, I am not going to take up any more of our watch of our viewers or listeners time um, with this uh, with this particular post that that nobody really paid attention to. So we've given it a second chance. Hopefully a few more people will check it out. There will be a direct link to that in the description in the show notes. And I will sign off for ATC from Yantikau, Thailand. I'm Michael Woods. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, everybody, for listening.